Welcome to the Kodesh Podcast. You are listening to the infallible word from the Holy Hill, God's seat of power. Let the word from the Holy Hill be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Stay blessed. Well, this morning I'm excited, super excited, because we are going to eat. We are going to eat food. Hallelujah. Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. The servant of God we are going to hear this morning has been a pastor since his university days. I remember him very well when I came to first year in the university. And then I had the opportunity of sitting and listening to him preaching. So much passionate about Jesus and the work of God. He was sent by our prophet to the country of Malawi. He stayed there with his family for years established a church there in Malawi he, he was sent he was in Lilongwe in a town in Malawi moved to Blantyre then he also went to Zambia for some time came back to Malawi and then our prophet sent him from Malawi to Ghana now in Ghana he has been here at the Kodesh he has been at First Love Church. He has been in the mega church of the, of the, the Lighthouse Chapel, Ayawasu Cathedral. He is one of the beloved sons of the prophet. And this morning, we are blessed to be listening to the word of God from him. I don't know how many of us are excited and ready to receive the word of God. Ladies and gentlemen, with Jesus' joy, help me whilst we receive Bishop Emmanuel Sechi as he ministers the way as we gather as we gather in this place today Holy Spirit Holy Spirit come and have your way oh have your way oh and as we lay sweep across Ask the Lord to speak to you this yes, morning Lord. to give yes, you the Lord. spirit of wisdom and revelation. The spirit of wisdom and the knowledge of and Him. Revelation. Open yes, the Lord. eyes of your understanding. Oh, speak to you. thank you, Holy yes, Spirit. The spirit of wisdom and revelation. Spirit of wisdom and revelation. We pray for the spirit of wisdom. We pray for the spirit of revelation. Oh God. Speak to us. Oh, lift your voice speak and to pray. Us. Speak to us. Speak to us. Pray that God will speak to you. Pray that your life will not be the same. The spirit of wisdom and revelation. He had the Karashanda Baba. He lives on the Baradigede. Oh, Burushada Baba. Lazara Digaba. 
Gala Saradiada, oh Shagarini. Father, thank you. Yes, Jesus. For this morning. Thank you, Lord. We are blessed to be in your presence. Yes. We are blessed to hear your word. Yes, Jesus. We pray that in these few minutes that we are sharing your word together, yes, Lord. you speak to us. Yes, Jesus. Speak to us by your spirit. Oh, yes, Lord. Have your way in our lives. Yes, Jesus. Have your way in our hearts. We are grateful. We, are we grateful. thank you. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. This is our first uh, Sunday, the ban on drumming. So we are a little subdued. Shake your neighbor and say, Don't be too subdued. I don't think the ban on drumming affects the response. Does it affect response at all? Okay. So. I think we can flow as best as possible. Amen. Well, I want to thank God for the life of our dear prophet. Hallelujah. For my father in the ministry. Amen. And uh, for the opportunity that he has given to us to minister the word of God and uh, to do the work of God. Amen. And I believe that he's... he's he is very much worth our celebrating. Hallelujah. Your clap is weak. It's just last week that we were cutting cake. Amen. And it's a month-long celebration. True or not true? All right. Beautiful. So I believe that it's a blessing. Amen. And then I also want to thank God for the life of our pastor, Bishop Nee Ajedu Ama, for the opportunity to work with him. Amen. And to stand here today, he asked me to preach to you this morning. Hallelujah. So I'm going to try to preach. Amen. Now, this morning, I want to share a few thoughts um, on honoring God's servant. Amen. We are in the season of um, honoring God's servant, and we are learning about honor, how to honor God's servant, how to honor our prophet. Amen. And uh, I believe that it is important for us to learn because um, many times we do not know or understand some of these things enough. Amen. And so the blessing that is supposed to come to us doesn't come. But I believe that as we are learning, the blessing is coming upon us in Jesus' name. Your response is weak. I said it's coming upon us in Jesus' name. And uh, I believe also that, you know, in, in today's world, the culture of honor is, um, I would say, 
not as um, naturally flowing as it used to be. You know, if you, even like children of today or younger people of today, we don't know as much about honor, even naturally, than older people. Amen. My children uh, relate with me differently from how I related with my parents. True or not true? When I was growing up, I, as I'm even saying it, I rem, I'm remembering the house that we lived in. And I can remember my parents' door. And I, I'm trying to think of the number of times that I entered into that room. <laughs> And I don't know if it's like, as I'm trying to think about it, I realize that it's not so many times that I entered into my parents' bedroom. Because it's not so easy to get there. Amen. But nowadays, it's my children just come in. It's like a common room. It's like it's everybody's room. <laughs> they just come in. You know, there's a, uh, I mean, there's a car that comes to pick them to school and we can see the car, I mean, the driveway from our window, our bedroom. So every morning they just come. They come and look at the windows. What are you doing here? Please go away. Whatever time of the day, they just walk in, in and out. So you can see that the culture of honor or respect is lesser than it was even naturally. That is why for us as Christians in the church, we need to pay special attention and learn about honor. Amen. And about honoring God's servants or honoring God's servants and we are learning about honoring our prophet because he is the servant of God that God has given to us hallelujah so I'm going to share with you I think two things two main things all right about honoring God's servant the first thing we are going to learn today is about honoring with substance you know we are learning so many things so we are just flowing amen Mark chapter 14 and verse number 3 all the way to verse number 8. There's a beautiful story here. We know the story about um, Mary who came and poured the ointment on Jesus' feet. So you see in verse 3 it says, And being in Bethany in the house of Simon, the leper, as he sat at meat, there came a woman having an alabaster box of ointment, of spikenard, very precious, and she broke the box and poured it on his head. Verse 4, and there were some that 
had indignation within themselves and said, why is this waste of the ointment made? For it might have been sold for more than 300 pence and have been given to the poor. And they murmured against her. And Jesus said, let her alone. Why trouble ye her? She has wrought a good work on me. Verse 7. For you have the poor with you always, and whensoever you will, you may do them good. But ye have, ye, but me ye have not always. Verse 8. She has done what she could. She is come aforehand to anoint my body for to the burying. Amen. Now, the first thing that you see about this uh, scripture on honoring with substance, and we are looking at honoring with substance first. Honoring with substance is that there is nothing wrong with honoring God's servant with great substance. Amen. There is nothing wrong with honoring God's servant with great substance. You know, we have been saying everybody should bring a seed. You know, we sow a seed in his life and different things, and we are encouraged to sow. We are encouraged to give. We are encouraged to sow something powerful. When you look at this woman, you realize that it was something great that she used to honor God's servant. Now, we must understand that if you are being encouraged to do more, if you are being encouraged to sow a certain level, if you are being encouraged to even sow $100 or 100 CDs or $200 or whatever it is, there is nothing wrong with honoring God's servant with a great substance. Amen. Because you see here that Jesus was explaining that the woman has not done anything wrong. She's rather done something good. Now, one of the things that we need to understand is that when you are honoring God's servant, what we are, one of the things that we are doing, in fact, the main thing that we are doing is that we are honoring the anointing. We are not, yes, in a sense, we are honoring the man which we will look at at a point. But the main thing is that we are honoring the anointing. We are honoring the spirit that is on him. Hallelujah. So everyone must realize that honoring God's servant is not a physical thing, but it is a spiritual thing. John chapter 6 verse 63. The Bible says, it is the spirit that quickeneth. I wish there was another version, if you can go to NASB. 
or any other version. Yes, good, beautiful. It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and life. It is the spirit that gives life. And the flesh doesn't profit anything. So when we are honoring the anointing or we are honoring God's servant, we must realize that we are honoring the anointing or we are honoring the spirit. And the Bible says that it is the spirit that gives us life. The flesh doesn't profit us anything. So all the time we must have in your mind that it is the spirit. It is the spirit that is important. It is the spirit that is important. It is the spirit that is important. As a Christian, you must learn that it is the spirit that is important. It is the things of the spirit that are important. Because it is the spirit who gives us life. And the flesh doesn't profit anything. So in all, in everything that we do, we must know that the flesh doesn't actually have any profit. But it is the spirit that gives us life. So when you honor God's servant, you are honoring the anointing, you are honoring the thing that will give us life. You are honoring what will give us life, what will bring life to you. What will bring life into your life, your, 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 your finances, your marriage, your home? Your, what will give you life? It is the Spirit. When you look at our church, what God, by God's grace, God has used God's servant to do. Look at this church. And all the church. We have over 1,000 church buildings and projects worldwide. Over 1,000. You can see that. It's not that there is a certain power. There is a certain power that is working. It's not normal. And it's that power that we are trying to honor. It's that power that we are trying to, to focus on. We are trying to zero in on that same power that has built this worldwide denomination, we are trying to focus on that power. We are trying to focus our attention on that power that is making something work. Yes. And can that same power come into my life? Can that same power work for me? That's why we are honoring God's servant. Hmm. Hallelujah. Yes. And when we place this high value, we place a high value, anything you place a high value on, it will come to you. Yes. Anything that you place a high value on, that thing will come to you. Yes. So if you place a high value on the spirits and the anointing, it will definitely come to you. And I see that spirit coming into your life. I see that anointing coming into your life. Yes. Number two. Are you still here or you've gone home? 
So the first thing was that, what? I can't hear you. Honoring with substance. There is nothing wrong with honoring God's servant with great substance. Number two, some people consider the great expense on God's servant to be a great waste. Why are we doing this? Why are we honoring? It's a waste. Is it what the people said? They murmured, we could rather give this to the poor. Hmm. First Timothy 5 verse 17. Amen. First Timothy 5 17. Hallelujah. Let the elders that rule well be counted of be counted worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in the word and in doctrine. So not only are we supposed to honor, but we are supposed to double honor. They are worthy of double the honor. That means that a very great honor. So, honoring God's servant is never a waste. And don't listen to people's comments. Ever since I was a young Christian, people are always attacking when it comes to giving money. Whether it's tithe, whether it's offering, whether it's honoring God's servant, people are always attacking it. Yes. Yes. Hmm. They will always be saying that the money, is it not going into the, 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 the pastor's pocket? The offering. The tithe. Why are we giving our tithes? Why don't we give our tithes to the poor? Why don't we give our tithes to the orphanage? Why don't we give... Why don't we... Every time there's an attack on this particular thing, and you must know that the enemy is always attacking spiritual things. That's why many of us, you see that I, recently I was having a prayer meeting with the wild, some of the leaders in the wild service at dawn. You know, and it was not easy for us. Amen. So, some came late, this, that, that, different, and we prayed from four to six. Afterwards, I was saying that you can see that prayer is not easy to pray. Even when we have organized, people have taken the phone to call you. Calling, 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 still you can't come up to pray. So think about your normal life. When nobody has called you, when nobody has put a, a, a message that we are praying at dawn, there's nothing. You see that many of us will not easily pray at dawn. True or not true? Give me a wave if it's true. Yes. Yes. The, the, one of the reasons is because Satan is always attacking spirituality. Because you can wake up at dawn to go to work. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. 
True or not true? Yeah. If you had to wake up at 4 a.m. To, in order to get ready to go to work at 5 or whatever, your work starts early, we will do it. We will not do it. Yes. You do it, cry. But when it comes to wake up to pray, mm, you see that it's not easy at all. It's because Satan is attacking spiritual things and he's telling you that this thing is not so important. You can do without it. If you don't pray, it's okay. If you don't pray after all, your life you see, you haven't been praying, but your life has been okay all this time. Nothing is wrong. So if you don't pray, it's okay. You'll be fine. God will, God will understand. God understands that you slept late. <laughs> so spiritual things are always under attack. And the more spiritual it is, the more attack there is against it. Oh, yes. And the anointing is is probably the highest thing that you can have. If you can have the anointing in your life, if you can have the anointing working in your life, it's the highest. Yes. And Satan will attack it directly. So don't follow these things. Amen. The third thing about honoring God's servant is that Jesus accepted the honor that was done him and made eternal comments about Mary. Eternal comments. Hmm. Galatians 6 verse 6. Are you still alive? Galatians 6 verse 6. Amen. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. Verse 7. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Verse 8. My friend, have I... Is there any problem in the church? Okay. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. Yes. So mysteriously, whenever you sow to the spirit... Whenever you engage in a spiritual activity, you are reaping everlasting life. Yes. You are reaping everlasting life. Whenever you sow to the flesh, it says, of the flesh you shall reap corruption. That means that any fleshly thing that you do, at the end of the day, what will happen to it? Corruption. You don't like that one, but it's true. Yes. The food that you eat, what happens to it at the end of the day? Corruption. Uh, the clothes that you are wearing, what happens to them at the end of the day? Corruption. 
even the house that you built, what will happen to it at the end of the day? Corruption. <laughs> yes. But when you sow to the Spirit, of the Spirit you shall reap everlasting life. So, when you are sowing and you are honoring God's servant, you are sowing to the Spirit. You are sowing to the Spirit. Yes. You are engaging in a highly spiritual activity. That is why, you see, a Christian must learn and start to practice honoring God's servant regularly. It's not just something that we, we are doing just today or last week or whatever. No. It must become something that is part of your life. Yes. It is one of the spiritual activities that you must engage in. Every once in a while, how many of us have sown a seed into Bishop Nee's life? Hmm? You are quiet in the church. There is silence in heaven. Uh, how many have taken an offering and said, oh, my pastor, God bless you. You have been preaching. You have been praying for me. You have been shepherding me. God bless you. How many have done it? You wonder. But you see, you must begin to make it part of your life. Part of your spiritual walk and your spiritual journey. Yes. And as you do it, you see that certain things, life will start to enter into different areas of your life. Yes. Now, the next thing about honoring God's servant is that we must honor God's servant by noticing his achievements and following his faith. Amen. Noticing his achievements and following his faith. Leviticus chapter 19 and verse 32. So we must notice the achievements of our prophet. That's one of the ways to honor somebody. And I'm sharing from, you know, the past things I was sharing was from the anointed and his anointing. Those three points I shared with you. And then I'm now sharing from those who honor you. Amen. Leviticus chapter 19 and verse 32 says, Thou shalt rise up before the, is it hoary or ori? Hoary. Hoary head. <laughs> and honor the face of the old man and fear thy God. I am the Lord. Amen. So the Bible is saying that there's a certain kind of person that deserves special notice special recognition that is why we say that we must 
specially recognize the presence of older people, elderly people. That's what the scripture is saying. Because an elderly person is different from a younger person. You just came onto this earth. You have not seen so much. Somebody has been around for 70 years. Oh, yes. You can see that it's not easy to get there. Have you realized that it's not easy to get to 70? It's not easy. So when somebody has reached the 70, the 60, the 70, the 80, you must know that there's something about this person that is worth recognizing. There's something. <laughs> yes. So there are people in our lives and in our midst that are worthy of a special recognition. Yes. So one of the things about, about honoring is to actually notice somebody's presence and to notice what the person has achieved. So our prophet, that's why we watched, were we supposed to watch a documentary today? Yeah. We're supposed to complete the documentary. Yeah. That's why we watch the documentary. Because the documentaries help us to see the achievements of the, that this is not an ordinary person. It's a person that is worth noticing. Yes? To honor someone is to notice him. To honor someone is to give him attention because he is worthy of it. Therefore, to dishonor someone is to disregard, ignore, and to neglect the person. So, we can easily be in a position where we ignore the achievements of our prophet or we disregard it like whether it's like what does it have to do with my life i have to eat i have to go to work i have to go to school i'm busy doing this that, that, that. i mean wh why do i have to notice but that's what i'm saying that you see that we you, you, whether you are this or you are that or you are rich or you are poor, whatever you are, you have to notice the presence of your parents. Whether your father, you are richer than your father, you are richer than your mother, you still notice their presence. You still acknowledge them for who they are. Because it doesn't matter whether they are poorer than you or richer than you. What they have achieved is what you are standing on. Yes. So we must notice the achievements, what our prophet has done. And the faith that he has lived in order to bring about these achievements. To dishonor someone is therefore to fail to notice and remember a person, his achievements and his worth. To fail. So when we fail to notice the achievements that our prophet has done to build churches, to do this, to do that, all over the world, it means that we are dishonoring him. Yes. But God is delivering us. I said God is delivering us. 
leaving a person to self-announce and self-promote his own worthiness is leaving a person to honor himself. It is a sure sign that he is not honored. Hebrews 13 verse 7. I'm about to close. Hebrews 13 and verse 7. Bishop Dennis preached this from this scripture last week. Amen. Those of you who are here. Remember them that have the rule over you, who have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follow, considering the end of their conversation. So the scripture is explained to us that we are supposed to follow the faith of the ones, put the scripture back, we are supposed to follow the faith of the one who has the rule over us, who has spoken the word of God to us. We are supposed to follow the faith of that person. We are supposed to consider or to notice the end of their conversation. In other words, what does the person achieve? We are supposed to notice it. And noticing it is a sign that we are honoring the person. Amen. Now, what is that faith? You see, the achievements of our prophet are based on a particular faith that he's following. And that faith is found in Matthew 6, verse 33. Turn to it. Matthew 6, 33. Go to verse number 31. Are you here or you've gone home? Therefore, take no thought what saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of all these things. Go back to 32. Hmm. For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. So the Gentiles are seeking for food, clothing, hmm? schooling. What? Cars. Traveling. Yesterday I was saying to the wild service that if you make a mistake, if the pastor makes a mistake and he brings this, in this service we are about 600. So let's say he brings, he makes a mistake. He has a special connection that he has made during the week. And he makes a mistake of bringing 500 visas to church. By the next Sunday, there will be nobody in the church. How many realize that is true? Yes. Even Afghanistan, you'll be going. <laughs> yes. Because there's a certain desire in us to travel. And the Gentiles are always doing these things. All the time. Seeking after it. Visa to America. Visa to the UK. 
green card. So, 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 so. I mean, all the time. And the Bible is saying that there is a certain faith that we are supposed to follow. And our prophet has demonstrated to us Matthew 6 verse 33. That when you seek first the kingdom of God, he will add all other things. All these, the things that we've mentioned, the things that we've mentioned, he will add all them, all of them to us. Hmm? Verse 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness. Seek ye first. Seek ye what? <laughs> that's the faith we are supposed to follow. I said that's the faith we are supposed to follow. Yeah. First. First in time. First means first in time. It means first in value. It means that when you are valuing things, the kingdom of God is, must be first in your valuation. That this is first. And first not, you see people like saying things. A lot of words. But when it comes to realities, you see that it's not easy. Yes. But seek ye first the kingdom of God. Yeah. And God will add all these other things. Unto you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When we honor God's servant, it means that we are honoring this faith. We are noticing it. We are honoring it. We are also following it. Because if you don't believe it and you don't practice it, it means that you are not honoring. You are not really honoring. You can even bring $10,000, but still. Amen. So, my brother, my sister, God wants us to follow the servant that he has given to us. Yes. To believe that when I seek first the kingdom, when I put God first, when I put the things of God first, when I put the work of God first, God will add. God will add. I don't need to chase after so many things. I don't need to spend my energy chasing, 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 chasing. I can rather spend my energy on God. I can rather spend my energy on the things of God. Yes. Do we believe these things? Yes. I'm going to read to you something and we close. Attempt great things for God. The book. Amen. I'm reading from chapter 3. Jeremiah 45 and verse 1 to 5. From this book, attempt great things for God. The word that Jeremiah the prophet spake unto Baruch, 
the son of Neriah. When he had written these words in the book at the mouth of Jeremiah, in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, saying, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel unto thee, Baruch. Thou didst say, Woe is me now, for the Lord has added grief to my sorrow. I fainted in my sighing, and I find no rest. Verse 4. Thus shalt thou say unto him, The Lord saith, Behold, that which I have built will I break down, and that which I have planted I will pluck up, even this whole land. Verse 5. And seekest thou great things for thyself? Seek them not. And seekest, seekest thou great things for thyself? Seek them not. It's a warning. It's a warning. He said that, are you seeking great things for yourself? Seek them not. Brethren, God is telling us. Jesus was the one who said this first. It's the same scripture. Jesus was the one who said it that don't seek first other things, but rather seek first. But you, you rather, you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. That means that there's a danger even in seeking this. There's a certain danger in it. That's why he was being warned that are you seeking great things for yourself? Seek them not. But rather, seek first the kingdom. So brethren, there are many things that we are being encouraged to do in the house of God. To seek God first. Yes. I want to encourage you. There's no waste of time when it comes to the things of God. Many of us have been encouraged to be fellowship leaders. Fellowship leader, have a fellowship in your house, have a fellowship in your area, three people, four people, five people, nine people, seven people, ten people. You can do it. You can. Hmm? Yes. That is, you are trying to seek first the kingdom of God. Yes. You are trying to attempt to do something that's not for yourself but it's for God. Yes. So I want to encourage us as we go on with the year let it not be that we are hearing all the time and we don't rise up and respond. Yes. But let's put aside ourselves. Let's put aside let's put aside ourselves. Let's put aside the things that we are chasing for and trust God. When I give one evening, when I give a few hours, God will surely replace. He will surely add. God is not a liar. God will remember you. I said the Bible says that he is not unrighteous to forget. Oh yes. As a university student, I remember and I'm closing. 
with this. As a university student, I remember we were on campus and there was a, there was a campus church. And in my final year, when I was defending my project, I was the chief elder. So it means I was the one who was in charge of the church. We were about 250, 200 to 250 students. Tuesday, service, preaching, Sunday, preaching, meetings, all the time. Yes. When I finish preaching meetings, this, that, that, then I'll come and sit behind my books. And I'll say, Lord, you know, as I sit here, I need some special direction and special guidance into the notes. Oh, yes. I did it over and over and over and over again. I never said that oh, because I'm now learning, I'm studying, I'm writing my final exam, therefore somebody else should preach. No. No. Always God must be first. Yes. Because his word is true, he will certainly add all other things. Yes. Even from that time, I didn't fail any exam. I never reset a single paper. Yes. Nef- not one. Yes. I passed every... First time I wrote, first time I passed everything. Yes. Yes. So my brother, my sister, as we close, God is faithful. As we honor God's servant, we remember his achievement. What has he done? He has built this church. He has built all these churches. He has built the UD. Let's remember. What is our role? What's our part? We also have a part to play. We also have something to do to take the church forward, to keep it going. We have our part to play. Others have played their part. It's our turn. It's our turn to play our part. It's our turn. It's our turn. It's our turn. May the Lord help us. And may he give us the grace. Stand to your feet. Just begin to pray for yourself as we close. Yes, Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Lift your voice and pray. Father, I pray. Lift your hands and pray. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Pray for God's grace, God's help to obey the grace of His word, the honor God's servant properly, to honor with substance, to honor by following the faith, the achievements of God's servant. The grace of God. To play our part. To play our role. Oh, Yes, Lord. Pray, pray, pray wherever you are. Just a minute, 30 seconds. Now pray for God's grace, for God's help. For the strength of the Holy Spirit. 
to lift you up, to make you able, to make you able, to make you able to do, to make you able to do whatever you have to do. Mando Oh yes, yes. When we walk with, with the Lord in the light of His Word, what a glory He sheds on our way while we do His good will he, he abides with us still and with all who will trust and obey lift your hands and sing trust, trust and obey for there's no I'm trusting you, Lord. I'm trusting you, Lord. I'm not trusting you, Lord. But I'm trusting you. I'm trusting you. I'm believing in you. I'm believing in your words. I'm not trusting in myself. I'm not trusting in my ability. I'm trusting you. I'm trusting you. I'm trusting you. Thank you. Oh, yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Now, every head bowed, please, you can put your hands down. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Perhaps you are here this morning and someone invited you to the service today. Or perhaps you've been coming. But as you are hearing my voice, you know in your heart yes, Lord. that you are not a born again Christian. You know that you are far away from God. In reality, you are not close to God at all. If you were to die today, you don't know what would happen to you. As you stand, you are not sure if you will go to heaven, if you will go to hell. You, you have no idea. You are not sure. Yes. As I speak to you, God is speaking. God is calling you. God is talking to you. And he's saying that today is the day of salvation. Harden not your heart. If you hear my voice, God is speaking to you and God is calling you. You say, Pastor, pray with me. Pastor, pray with me. Yes. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be sure that I'm going to heaven. If you are here like that, I want you to lift your right hand so that I can pray with you. Your right hand, wherever you are. Just your right hand. Just your right hand. God bless you. I can see your hands. God bless you. Your right hand. I can see your hands. Yes. God bless you. Lift it high in the sky. Lift it high. Lift it high. Lift it high. Thank you, Jesus. If you've lifted your hand, I need you to do one more thing. I need you to come from where you are standing and come to me here. Yes. At the front. My brothers, come. 
Come. Clap for them as they come. come God bless you. Come. Keep clapping for them. Today, 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 I come to you. I come to you as a sinner. As a sinner, I know, I know that I am far from you. I am far from you. But today, but today, I ask you. I ask you, please forgive me. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. All my sins. All my sins. Please wash away my sins. Please wash away my sins with the blood of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus. From today. From today, I will follow you. I will follow. I you. will serve you. I will serve you for the rest of my life. For the rest of my life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. For saving now me. Now say after me, Satan. 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 From today. From today. I will not follow you anymore. I will not follow you I anymore. I do not belong to you. I will not belong to you. I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. And I will follow Jesus. And I will follow Jesus. Now say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For saving me. For saving me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. For more information on upcoming programs and events, visit our Facebook page, Kodesh Family Church, Ghana HQ. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every day. And remember, God's word is a lamp onto your feet and a light onto your path.